Bienvenidos, and welcome to the Painter Files Podcast. I am your host, Jaws Blake. We're going to talk about a lot of things today, mostly uh, the simple and perfect aspects of just being a painter, what it's like to do all the fun and weird and sometimes devastatingly insane things that involve being a painter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, episode 114, let's get it going. So... Most of you know that I went to Charlotte, actually, for a little trip to see my mom. It was nice, honestly. Uh, Charlotte is still very much Charlotte, which is its own kind of mystical weirdness. <laughs> uh, I was mostly surprised to find out that they still are pretty nonchalant about the whole COVID thing, which I was not expecting, honestly. I was expecting it to be a little kind of... I kind of figured everybody kind of just accepted that, like, we have to be careful and we have to do these things. And that is not so much the case with everywhere in the country. And so the process continues. Uh, if you haven't yet, please get vaccinated, wear a mask, wash your hands, do all that good shit. It is important that we beat COVID so that nobody else has to die. Like, beyond the convenience aspect and all these things, just for general health and happiness. Let's get this going. Yeah, because the most part, uh, I spent the majority of the time just inside. I went to the grocery store, and then I just stayed home with my, uh, my mom's house, planted flowers, and... Stayed inside and ate food and watched TV and helped pack up some things and stuff like that. Like, that was the objective, really. But I just didn't feel comfortable really just going out and doing all these things. So I didn't. It was kind of very cut and dry and simple that way. I didn't expect to really do too much. I thought I might run into some people, but I just didn't feel right. So I did not. On the upside, my art book is almost done. That's right, my third art book. The big one <laughs> that I've been working on. I've been working on so many little finite kind of details about what I want it to look like. So it's been coming together really, really well. And I'm just happy about it. I feel like it's uh, it's something I've never done before. I'm doing more of an abstract book. Uh and then some of my themes have come back towards special little parts and pieces. I don't think most people have seen them, and so they don't have an idea of what's coming. But I want it to really, really grasp like the strong, beautiful, meditative art that I've kind of run across recently. And I just feel really free with it. Like it's it's funny how like you make work and people see it and they're all like wow this is really great i hope you make more and then you make something else and then they see it and they go wow this is really great i hope you make more <laughs> and that's just kind of how it keeps going like there's this interesting artist that i ran across who i'm sorry not an artist an art critic who said people don't really know what they want they just want to be given things and then they'll figure out whether they like it or not once you've expressed it to them but they don't know what the next thing that they really want is going to be so you have to kind of make it a point to give them a taste 
of whatever you're really feeling. So that's what I've been doing. I've been taste testing. I've been putting out these little bits and pieces, some on my Patreon, which you can subscribe to, and uh, Joara Blake. And then, you know, just on my YouTube channel and all these things. Like, there's so much work constantly being put forth that I really feel like this is going to be quite beautiful. It's not it's not abstract the way, like, Rothko was abstract, but it's abstract the way, like, I'm abstract. <laughs> so... I feel good about it, though. I feel like there's going to be some really, really, like, amazing stuff just kind of coming forward. And then, oh, my God. So I will give you a hint on one thing. So I I have a lot of art books from a lot of different artists. And so one of the things they've always had is kind of like an inside cover to the book that's, like, designs, that's really kind of color, that's really kind of, like, uh texture heavy so I wanted to do that with my book so I've made four pages that are going to be you know the inside cover artwork and I'm just I'm super excited about it I think it's just so cool it's like big flash pages and even a joke at the very end uh for those who've never seen making the band too I I actually wish I was as cool as you it's uh, this joke about this guy who says the five best rappers alive are Dylon, 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 Dylon. And his name is Dylon, obviously. And he was just kind of like this fledgling rapper trying to come up in the game. And he's being forced to like walk across Brooklyn to get a sugar cookie for like Puff Daddy. And it's just very funny because it's a, it's a Dave Chappelle skit. I don't think he actually said that, but it was just, it was so silly and ridiculous that I had to put it as my final page. So when you see it in the book, where's this dial-on, 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 in between the designs and stuff, that's, that's what it's there for him. So I just wanted to kind of end on a fun note, because, like, why not? You know, everything's so serious all the time. We gotta, we gotta enjoy ourselves, particularly with our So, <laughs> the pause. Um, so, yeah, I was talking to some people recently because all these shows were being canceled. These, like, black art shows were being canceled. They were, like, black sci-fi, um, like Lovecraft Country and stuff like that. And it was an argument I was having with quite a few people because they're saying, you know, they don't want to see so many tragedies. They want to see, like, fantasy that's, like, high that's like high fantasy that doesn't have conflict. But I'm just like, but I don't really know fantasy to not have conflict. And if we're going to tell the story of like black people, like it is a part of our history. The representation of the honesty of what goes on is oftentimes kind of like a really big deal. Like if it weren't for a lot of those shows, like people wouldn't have known about Selma because y'all don't read books. Don't bullshit with me. <laughs> Come on now. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of an interesting thing as someone who's, like, trying to figure out a way to, like, make these things more kind of the case of, like, sci-fi and sci-fi that has representation of actual people of color and, like... But, you know, you want to have culture to it, though. It can't just be, like, these very blase-faire characters who don't 
deal with bullshit. Like it's kind of the bullshit is part of what we we exist in. Like whether you acknowledge it's there or don't acknowledge it's there, like as you get older, you will experience it regardless. So it's just kind of this weird prepping people for the realities in which things are going on. I understand the idea behind the concept of like you want to see yourself in the future and in the future you don't want any conflicts and you don't want any of these other things but like that's not sci-fi and I don't know how that really represents the people you're trying to tell the story of like if you made a story about Armenians in space they are going to bring up the Armenian genocide at some point in time like they survived it and they built a society in what's what's the word I want to use in spite of the fact that it happened same thing with like Jewish people Holocaust happened they built a life since that that has been them the struggle of surviving that has oftentimes been the fighting force that gets people out of bed sometimes like it's such a strange kind of it's such a strange world like same thing with Native Americans and lots of other people we've all gone through like these struggles and like it makes us sometimes it makes us I will say there is a conflict there but it's that whole weird thing where like people want to pretend like these things don't happen so that that way they can go like, well, you know, you just got to get up in the day and then just do these things. And like, you know, it didn't happen to you, so it's fine. But it's like, but it does happen to us every day. Like we, we still deal with conflicts. We still deal with racism. We still deal with all these things. Uh, you see like these, uh, I'm thinking of like the painting from good times and it's like the Harlem Renaissance and whatnot. Like you cannot tell the story of the Harlem Renaissance without telling the conflicts that happened during the time frame in which of the Harlem Renaissance, like, yes, there was jazz. Yes, there was music, but that music was based off of kind of all the things that were going on. And then there's a whole aspect of like how this black person at the time became this painter that was so prolific in a time frame when like that was not really allowed like it's still hard but it's that whole like I get that we all want to get along and do all these things but we can't pretend like our struggles didn't help us fighting back our struggles didn't help make us to some extent us fighting back didn't help make us it doesn't make it doesn't mean the conflicts are good. It doesn't mean that, like, the things that we do are in some way made stronger because of it. But we're fighters. You have to be. Every woman who's managed to break through some glass ceiling, like, you can't pretend like there's not a glass ceiling. Like, that's insane. Ugh. it's just so frustrating it's frustrating to see people who just they want to your grandparents were starving but now you have food so is your plan to pretend like the famine and the starvation was never a thing or as a person who comes from that background are you somewhat hesitant with making sure there's always food like, these are the preparation, they, all these things. Like, it's just, 
it's so interesting. Like, I, I get that, you know, people want to move on, but most of us are still living in it. It's just frustrating. I don't know. I want to, I want to make a story. I wrote a short story that I want to make into a small, a short film. And that short story is basically like a road trip, a Halloween road trip where these two kids, where these four kids go in their homemade Halloween costumes and they drive across their state to the beach to go have a big party, big famous party where everyone's invited. And it's not, it's in the near future. It's not in the distant future. It's not in the past. It's in the recent kind of times. Could be the next summer type of thing post-COVID type of situation. And on their road trip to these places, they do deal with kind of the underlining of a little bit of racism because they are these Afro-Latino kids and they are in the middle of the country and they are heading in the middle, in the middle of the country. They're on the coast. They're in the, they're in the sticks, essentially. And they're going to get vibed. That is how the sticks work. If you are a person of color and you drive through the sticks, you will eventually get some type of weird, odd energy from some people who are very protective of their space, even though their space is probably fertilized with the ancestors, the blood of the ancestors of people who were forced to work the land without any choice. So there. Um, slavery. Boom. Um so, you know, they deal with that for a moment, and they both acknowledge it to each other. They stop at, like, a rest stop, basically, and they both acknowledge it to each other. It's like, okay, that was awkward, and they're like, yeah, and then they get back on the road, and then they drive, and they go to, like, a, I don't know where you live, so I guess my, my version of it would be, like, a Sonic, like a one of those park, someone skates over, takes your order, brings you, like, a milkshake and a hot dog and all that stuff type of thing and uh yeah it's completely fine and there's no vibe and there's no nothing and most people are fairly chill but there's always like occasional person who's kind of weird and so they get back in their you know everything's fine at the drive-in type of place or the sonic i guess and uh then they drive to the beach and they have all these little kind of conversations and whatnot that are going on and they get the beach, and they have a great time. And that's where the movie, that's where the film ends, basically. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a graphic novel. I don't know how it's going to go. But I just, I don't believe in not telling these stories as they are likely to happen. Like, I, I myself have driven back and forth, up and down the East Coast, on many occasions by myself in a pickup truck. And I can promise you, depending on where you stop, townies be townies. <laughs> and it's just kind of how it goes. Like one day, maybe it won't be that way, but it is that way now. So I just think, I think representation, representation matters simply on the factor of sometimes you don't see yourself and what you do. And then you go, huh. Well, then, that's not cool. And then on the other aspect, you also need to be prepared for it to happen when you go places just so it doesn't, like, 
you one you don't put yourself in danger and then two i.e the green books that were created to explain that if you don't know what the green book is google it um and then yeah just all these things it's uh i feel like the reality of of life like it's not all downers by any means it's not all tragedies it's not all downers it's not all these things but there is a difference between not letting bullshit bother you and not ever experiencing bullshit because that's nobody nobody i know lives that life yeah <laughs> Heavy, heavy stuff. Um, so I made a bunch of merch recently uh, on my website, uh, jawsblakeblog.com. If you go up to the top screen and the home screen and click, you'll see lots of places where you can buy merchandise and so on and so forth. I took a bunch of photography of like throughout the years of my shop that I work in. And it's lots of tools and stuff like that. And I thought, I would make some, you know, with the photography I was taking, I thought I'd make some products. So I made a gator, which is like a tube mask you can wear in COVID that actually looks like a bunch of old, that, that's a picture of a bunch of old black and white uh, toolbox. And it's done really well, actually. It's really cool. I'm really happy about it. And then I also made a book bag and a tote bag. So, you know, book bag for school, tote bag for shopping. Because, you know, we're all about recycling, and these are important things. Um, yeah, you know, I just think it's really interesting. I've been reading a lot about kind of passive incomes and stuff like that on how to make merch, how to get things, kind of get the synergy or whatnot going where you take things that people will use and then you just kind of leave them out there. And if people buy them... It's nice because then you don't have to constantly be hustling all the time, every minute, every second, which is kind of exhausting, to be honest, because the truth is, like, you can hustle really, really hard and sometimes nothing happens. Like, it's just, that's just kind of like the realism of it, all of it. You put a lot of work into something, you make these things, you do these giant grand gestures, and then people go... Hmm. as they scroll right past it. <laughs> so I figured I'd, I'd do that. I, I put it on my Instagram store, um, Jaws underscore Blake, uh, if you want to go check that out. And, yeah, it's just nice. I mean, I've got, like, two of them, uh, two of the gators right now that I wear a lot of times for work. And it's just nice. It looks cool. It's kind of got, like, a little bit of a badass type of feel to it. And, you know, I love photography, so I figured this would be something fun I could do with my photography where people could be out in the world and, like, you know, they'd see it and go, like, where's that from? And then somebody would tell somebody and so on and so forth. And then, you know, when I have my next art show, maybe I'll put some pictures in there. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do as far as photography goes. Uh, but right now this is kind of what works best for me. And I feel really happy with it. I love to share all my photography. Like, if you're uh, if you're interested in seeing it, I mean, please go to my website, uh, jawsblakeblog.com. And I'm posting, like, rolls of film constantly, in addition to all my paintings and kind of illustrations and so on and so forth, as well as this very podcast. So, yeah, go check it out. 
It's pretty nice. Quick plug, my YouTube channel is uh, Painter Files. It's really cool. It's got lots and lots of videos. I think I'm almost at like 200 art videos and blog videos and all those things. Please go check it out. It's very fun. I'm trying to get up to being a partner again. I was a partner at one point in time and then YouTube uh, moved the goal line, so to speak. Uh, it used to be you had to just have 100 and then I moved it up to 1,000. So I think I'm at like 125 right now. So if you'd love to join and help me out, that would be amazing. Uh, and like I said, I'm always posting little things and lots of kind of little fun bits and pieces to just add to the channel and have, you know, more opportunities to see how the, uh, how the ice cream is made, so to speak. So this is why you always come here, so I can tell you more stories about art school and stuff like that. <laughs> so yeah, here's my art school story of the uh, of the podcast for this week. I am in art school. I've hurt my leg working at this, uh, this place called Jackalope Jacks, which was like this bar. There they had like a, a jackalope is a giant rabbit that they have put antlers on it's like a weird country <laughs> figure figure fictional character i guess uh occasionally people may actually like do stuff with taxidermy with them it's kind of gross but it's uh it's weird and it's interesting and that is how i heard about the jackalope when i was a kid and uh, for a very short period of time, when I did Boy Scouts, I heard stories of the jackalope, of people at campfires who saw a, a small rabbit hopping around with giant antlers. <laughs> it's very strange. So they named the bar after that. And while I was working there one night, a friar fell over, and or not a friar, a grill top fell over, and this giant pan of butter fell on my leg. And so I had to get surgery uh later on but it got like a bad second degree burn so i had to walk with a cane for a little bit so while i'm walking with a cane one of my friends cat who is this amazing artist at the time told me hey dude i got this uh i got this art show going on up the street at this giant uh this giant hall if you would come that would be really cool and i was like yeah sure so i go to her show and it's just like there's there's got to be like a hundred different artists and everything so there's like her work, and then there's like all these other artists that are there, and they've all got their work going, and so on and so forth. And it's all like, I think you like pay five bucks, and then you can vote. And so Kat had like this really cool kind of MC Escher painting that she had done. And there was some good art. There was some good art there, and there was some bad art there. And uh, as all art contests go, and ultimately Kat did not win. Um, I think a couple of these artists just brought a lot of people with them. And that's how they ended up winning it. They had like 20 people and 20 people put money forward. And so they won. And that's how that kind of worked out. Um, a lot of our contests kind of go that way. When you're in college, I think that's probably the harder part that you deal with. You pay these fees to be a part of these things so you can hang your artwork in these spots or win awards or whatnot. And sometimes it's honestly popularity. It doesn't really have anything to do with your skill level. That can be a little frustrating. Um, my suggestion to artists who are going to do them 
is just do it for the experience. And if you can bring a lot of people so you can win, I mean, by all means. But just do it for the experience. Like, you learn how to, like, mat your stuff properly. You learn how to frame. You learn how to just present yourself and write like an artist. Uh, what's it called? Like a mission statement. And it's cool. You meet a lot of artists that are really interesting. But don't let it get you down if you don't win. Like... I've won awards before for being an artist, and I honestly don't kind of know how I won them. Like, my art was good, but I didn't think I was the best one there. Um, I think I just kind of lucked out, honestly. Sometimes that's how it goes. Um, whether you win awards or not, you can still be a very successful artist. It's not really about awards and all these things. Like, it's nice to be in, like, to be featured on newspapers and to be in magazines and to have like little awards and whatnot, but it's not necessary in order to be a success. Like Kat didn't win, but she's still probably one of the better artists that I had met during that time frame in my life. And so you just kind of have to just work hard. And if you like your work, continue to make that work and your passion that you put forward will show in your artwork. And, yeah, if you would like me to even look at your artwork, um, you can send me an email at uh, painterfilespodcast at gmail.com, and I will happily look at your work. I love to see artists, like, striving and being amazing. It's it's very nice for me. <laughs> I don't think that I have anything to do with your success, but I feel happy to know that I can share in your awesomeness. So, yeah, hit me up. So, Alec and the cats and the plants are all doing really well. Peace Lily's looking green and lush and beautiful. i got to give her some water today. Spider plant's looking like spider plant. Just hanging out, having a great time. Tom is asleep in the studio on a pile of envelopes. Mochi is asleep in her perch, chilling like the little villainess that she is. And Alec is at work right now, but she's been doing this really cool digital artwork that's been working quite amazingly. She's really progressing, like, at a very, very fast speed because she only started doing it, like, about a year ago. And it's just, it's blowing up. Like, it's amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> Big support. Lots of love. I'm happy with my family is doing well. And I hope yours is doing well, too. Last but not least, please rate and subscribe and share the podcast if you get the opportunity. That would be amazing. I even made on my YouTube channel a a step-by-step -step to show you how to do it in Apple's apparatus, so to speak. So you're just going to go to the main menu. You're going to go to the, not the main menu, go to the podcast app if you use that and scroll type on the icon for the painter files podcast which will have my goofy face on it and then you scroll down through episodes you're probably only going to see a couple because you have to typically click to see all of the episodes and towards there it'll say rate my pot rate a rate um i think this is write a review and yeah you can leave like five stars which would be greatly appreciated 
And then just say something nice. Only nice things. We only want nice things. No critiques. Critiques are not necessary. It's a, it's a, it's a positive nation, and that's all we're going for. So, yeah, um, that'd be really great. I love you guys. You are amazing galeras. And let's uh, close out with a meditation. So, we've reached the end of the podcast. We're just going to breathe. We're going to sit back and have a little bit of a meditational moment. You sit back in your chair. If you're sitting down. If you're not sitting down, go sit down. And uh, then we're going to just kind of stretch our fingers, open our hands and our palms, put our hands together, stretch our fingers against them. And we're going to rotate our wrist a little bit one way and then the other way. This is a suggestion for those who don't suffer horrible arthritis. If you do, please just sit back and relax and work on your breathing. Uh, unfold your arms. Curve your back a little forward. So you're reaching forward both your hands. And then bring your arms back. And then up in the air. Breathe. Your arms down by your side. <sighs> it's been a wild week. I missed you last week, actually. I listened to one of the old meditations so that we could kind of still feel connected to all these things. If you have a candle or anything, I suggest you you light that bad boy up and just let it put that sweet smell of whatever you prefer candle-wise in your home. Breathe. I think a lot of times we're always kind of climbing out of things. And in this, I suggest you sit in. Really kind of root yourself in your spot. And then all the negative energies just fall off of you back into the earth to be recycled. Breathe in all the positive. Exhale, negative. Let all the positive energy from the ground flow through you, re-energizing and powering you up for the next day. All the good, all the happiness, and be free. Arcularis, I love you so much. I hope you're well. I wish you health, wealth, and happiness. Wealth doesn't necessarily have to be money. Sometimes it's just good vibes. All right. This is Jaws Blake of the Painter Falls Podcast. Signing out. Ciao, Galeras. Painter out.